My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today we're we're talking about something that I think a few people have asked about. And it's something that, you know, we like talking about. When you start with K-dramas, you, you know, you then move to maybe like Japanese dramas and Chinese dramas. And then there's a lot of people who never venture beyond those three countries they just remain with with it yeah they step Mm -hmm. with the big three and it's it's actually incredibly understandable because access is a lot easier for those because you know the big three have vested interest in sharing their content with the world as part of their diplomatic strategies and (laughs) exaggerating money making (laughs) strategies um and so like you know smaller countries that don't have quite as large of a entertainment industry you often don't really get to see and so today we wanted to talk about other asian countries that produce (laughs) wonderful content that we enjoy so like i know that well sky didn't start with k-dramas Sky got into the K-drama game with Taiwanese dramas. So so when I was actually researching for this episode, s- since I am not extremely learned in like the politics of China, <laughs> so we, we, we weren't going to be covering Chinese dramas because that's, of course, its own mega mm-hmm. entertainment mm-hmm. industry. And I've looked before, of course, but I always forget because, you know, between Hong Kong, you know, that's the thing and then Taiwanese like that's so there, there are also Hong Kong things out there. I start I actually started watching dramas with Taiwanese dramas on Netflix like it's just mm. something I stumbled onto about four years ago a little over four years ago and uh so like it's just they had a ton at the time yeah. on Netflix mm. Mm. um probably in, in that moment in time I would say it was maybe equal footing with how many K dramas were on. Like they had a yeah. lot. They had a no, lot of Taiwanese dramas. They really did. I think. I think at the time, like Netflix was pretty popular in Taiwan. So I think that because it was banned in China, it might still be banned in China. I'm not 100 percent sure on the you know the Netflix politics currently. <laughs> like a lot of things are banned in China. So I feel <laughs> like yeah. you know like there was a, like a larger presence of it in Taiwan at the time so there was access there was and it, it was also very like they I wouldn't say that they're brand new ones but they they felt newer mm-hmm. they were closer to that to 2018 at the time and I watched I mean I I tore through a lot at the mm-hmm. time and I really I like how that was my starting point because but then I kept on hearing about K dramas, K dramas. So eventually I did venture over and stuff like that. But it actually was harder because there weren't as many K dramas mm. that I was quite as interested in. The ones I was interested in that I would start hearing about would be things like Goblin or whatever. And that of course wasn't on Netflix at the time. So yeah. then I had to start venturing onto the other platforms. And then anyway, drama fever, and, dying and, s- and all that. And thus we arrive here. Yada yada. Here. So <laughs> So I, w- I will preface with like I always have a lot of Taiwanese recommendations up my sleeve mm. from back when I first started, but like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gonna be probably talking about that a ton today because a lot of people that are into Asian dramas do kind of venture into Taiwan mm-hmm. Taiwanese Taiwanese is an easy grab. Yeah, it's, right it's out of like the the out of, if we're gonna use K-pop terms beyond the big three, of, you know. 
<laughs> China, Korea, and Japan. Uh, Taiwanese dramas are the next easiest yeah. to find and watch and have the most subtitles available for... And, and I don't feel like there are as many brand new ones. There are some mm. out there. Mm. Seems like Chinese ones. Anyway. Mm. But there's definitely, like, 2018, 2019, there were, like, a lot that you can yeah. go find. Yeah. Um, but... So when I was preparing for this episode, I kind of looked more at the lesser known or things that mm -hmm. I had not exposed myself to very much until I was getting ready. So I had fun exploring. I think the Taiwanese ones too, typically um, style wise, they tend to be more comparable to K-dramas. Like they've, they've got a little bit more of that. I don't know what you want to say but like they they have a similar vibe to them sometimes so i think they're an easier stepping stone for some people like you stepped from taiwanese into k-drama fairly easily and i think a lot of people that's one of their first steps too because netflix was offering so many choices or like i know that was for me it was like i was watching k-dramas on netflix and then they were like oh you're watching that you want to watch this and i was like okay and well you know, if, and you, if you insist so, netflix yeah. i'll dabble i'll sure. click play like i'll try so. anything once i do like that like netflix's offerings have become a, a, a little bit more diverse even as they're going through their current struggles <laughs> they're going through <laughs> yeah uh, like i want to preface with like i'm not trying to build netflix up or praise no, netflix no. and their strange business strategies that i probably don't agree with if i were to know them all that but are confusing if it sounds like we're bragging on netflix today all it is is we're saying that the access to these lesser no lesser less popular mm -hmm. asian entertainment things that's all we're saying it seems like yeah. that there's they've increased a lot of their access to that and so it's definitely worth mentioning since a lot of us do mm -hmm. have netflix subscriptions oh. it's yeah. an easy well, grab you're normally going to if you're going to like branch out you're not going to go for any place that like you have to pay for or mm. that you don't know the search or yeah. anything like that so and netflix is that kind of place you know it you yeah. already have it most likely you already have a subscription to it or access to a subscription to it and it's just easier to like yeah. make the jump within that yeah. like because when i started doing watching k-dramas and stuff i primarily watch on Netflix just because mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to buy mm -hmm. a bunch of different things. And sometimes it's something so dumb. Like, for example, a lot of the times there's a lot of overlap between Gaga Ulala and Viki, but I will watch it on Viki because I don't like the, like, I don't like the watching options on the app for Gaga Ulala because you can't, you know, fast forward through the But then credits. as far as which company you, like, actually want to give... Yeah, see, I, I like Gaga Ulala better. Like, I'm gonna, like, they, like, their, their selection and also their selection of non-big three countries is incredible. Like, they have so much stuff on there. So, like, I do watch a lot of stuff on Gaga Ulala, but... For example, there's like a J drama right now. Uh, Mr. Unlucky has no choice but to kiss. Hilarious. Um, and it's on both. But I'm just like, mm. <laughs> well, just like Jesse was saying, as far as like what we're used to and what's yeah, easy. exactly. Yeah, and like exactly. all these like different services have different things that they do. So like, if you are a person who actually like prefers watching on like a laptop, mm -hmm. you're gonna cho choose a 
service based on that. And if you're like, yeah. oh, I want an app based thing, that's like ninety yeah. percent yeah. of your services are gone at like, that point, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you prefer you watching on a phone, like it's yeah. gonna you know you can only pick ones that have apps. And if you prefer watching mm -hmm. it on like your Roku, you can only do ones that you know Support are on the Roku. Roku. Yeah. So. Yeah, but so curse you, Netflix, for being everywhere. <laughs> so, so uh, for me, it was Taiwanese. So not big three. Taiwanese was actually what I started with. Mm -hmm. So, how about the rest of you, ladies? Where was? So Thai dramas were really well. They still are. I'm saying were as those in the past. Thai dramas are kind of like my thing. Like I really love Thai dramas, but I I've loved Thai dramas since I was younger and lived in thailand so when i finally got like access to again and those are mostly on youtube which is chef's kiss for old natalia and and uh they were on line tv r.i.p the line tv experience for the international viewers thai television was really and continues to be my jam i will say though like what's mostly available for the international audience are bl dramas because mm -hmm. listen that just makes and, sense from a you know and the money and making the, like teenager stuff like the yeah the adult like the lacorns and stuff are they're harder, harder to find, to find. Yeah. that's not that's they not are entertaining but they are harder to find so, so around when did you get access again to them uh so that was probably Around 2016 is when I discovered them again on YouTube and was like, oh, my, <laughs> so excited. And, you know, that was, you know, the, the old SOTUS days, you know, back <laughs> in lo lovesick, you know, the classics. Like, you know, GMMTV was all over. Like, GMMTV was really doing the most with being like, you know, I feel like other people outside of Thailand might really enjoy watching these shows. So we'll just put like, them on YouTube and see what happens. Upload. We already yeah, had like, them edited, like, listen, we're, so. like, we're already putting it here, you know, like at, at the time uh, on YouTube, just random community members could put in the subtitles mm -hmm. and they did. Like, for example, um, if you watch the original Two Moons, uh, they're all subtitled by one person who goes by the pseudonym Pink Milk Subs, who's like been around. Like she's been subbing or they. I, I, th I think that she is a, I think that it is a she. I don't think I'm misgendering them. Like they've been subbing for, they've been, they've been around. They've been doing the work, you know? Uh, and fan subs. Oh, the fan subs. They're so good. <laughs> I, love, friends. I love the Pink Milk Subs because they put in like, commentary, commentary. yeah mean, hilarious commentary it's like yeah. oh my god i'm i'm dying right now yeah. you know, and, stuff. Yeah. and you're like and you're like okay. oh you're so cute <laughs> like yeah so it's it's like sort of a i i sort of miss the fan sub days because because of stuff like that like there was like a real community around mm -hmm. like these hard to find in english you know subtitles and i find that you know i would love to watch you know for example I've, i recently watched like a, a vietnamese show and i would love to watch more but the the subtitles just yeah they just ain't there and mm -hmm. i suppose i could go out and learn vietnamese <laughs> but i feel like that would take a lot longer <laughs> that would make it worthwhile to watch a show that i'm interested in right now you know yeah. uh, <laughs> 
five, but ten the... years from now, you're like, yes, really? I finally flew it. <laughs> I get it. I can finally enjoy those Vietnamese shows. And by then, they're not probably not available. So, or they already someone else subtitled them by yeah. that point. But, <laughs> like, so how about you, Jesse? What was your first experience with non-big three? So. I don't actually know for sure if this is, like, the first thing, because I watched a lot of, like, Asian horror before mm. ever doing anything, and I wasn't focusing on where it was coming from, so there's yeah. a possibility that I was watching stuff, like, from Hong Kong and Taiwan and stuff, like, before mm -hmm. that, but, like, one of the first dramas that I, like, remember, like, and it was, like, a not of the big three, because I started... I started technically trying for J dramas, saw mm -hmm. the lack of that, went to K dramas because they were easier. But Behind Your Smile and Taiwanese like dramas, like that was like the first, but it's also because it was so accessible too. It was mm -hmm. just there. Like you had yeah. options for it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where like I first branched out in terms of dramas officially. Mm hmm. I think I was the same. I think Behind Your Smile was the first one for me that I, I'm not sure whether, I think I did that before I got into Thai, but I'm not entirely certain. Like, mm -hmm. um, it might've been Thai at the same time, but it was, I, I know that it, Behind Your Smile was my, was my first Taiwanese that I actually watched. It also kind of coincided when, when I was just actually like watching more dramas, period too mm -hmm. like before when i started because i'm not like everybody else in terms of like how everybody like started to watch dramas and they got just like really hard into it like they just started watching a bunch and bunch and bunch like for me my first couple of years i would watch a drama in two days and then it'd be like a month or two before i'd pick up the next one or have the time or something like that so like my like first couple of drama like years of dramas were just so like spaced out that like i wasn't actively picking up other things because it's like I would do that thing where I would just not want to like have to like search for so hard so I'd just go to the next drama I could find with the actor that I had just watched too yeah and so then that keeps you in the same country for a bit yeah and yeah. then yeah. um then it like when it became a thing where I was like just constantly watching dramas is when it, I wanted to find more and then you know, having like Vicky and stuff just really kind mm -hmm. of helped that because I watched mm -hmm. Behind Your Smile on Vicky. Oh, Behind Your yeah. what a what a show! Oh, wow. <laughs> what a show I, I still was, haven't seen that one. What a show that I was hoodwinked into watching, but then liked, <laughs> so I stayed. If you're unfamiliar with the story of Behind Your Smile, of why I watched it anyway, um, <laughs> at the time it was airing, there was an incorrect synopsis on Vicky. Um, <laughs> Whereupon you were led to believe that the male lead was like an immortal, like something. demon or something, and I was like, "Ooh, like a little little urban fan." No, he's not. not it's, it's just not even. Not even no remotely. Fantasy in it. No yeah, like, fantasy whatsoever. It is literally just like a corporate revenge drama <laughs> with a love story and a farm plot. But like, it's it's fun. Like, I don't dislike. I really enjoyed it. The thing I think. Like Sky, I think you'd have fun with it, but I, I don't. Think, I think you'd enjoy I it. Think yeah, that like us 
talking about it is <laughs> hyping it up a little bit too much. Too much. Like it's it's fine. It's just it's like a no, like a normal that kind opening of like that opening cre- those opening credits bread, though. though. <laughs> those opening credits. Come mm. on. They, they went hard on those opening and, credits. And, that, and that's kind of like when it comes to when I do want to give Taiwanese recommendations. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone back to rewatch most of them yet. I kind of eventually right. plan to so I can give them a mm-hmm. fair shake. <laughs> the way I did it was like I had my first one and then after that I had an Aaron Yan phase, then I had a George mm-hmm. Hu phase and like it's that so is all that matters. It's so much easier to do it. It's, it's, it's so much like easier actor, to do it that way. Also, actress, who yeah. the George Hu phase is real. It's real. Yeah, like, uh-huh. like cuz I was really watching a bunch and then I and then I saw one with him and I was like I saw Hayate the com- the combat butler because I was moving between like you know I was like okay I kind of like uh Park Shin-hee and she was in that for <laughs> some, some reason yeah. um with all of her all of her vocals dubbed because <laughs> she does not speak t- <laughs> Chinese um and I was like, okay, it's a remake of like an anime. Like I, you know, that's fun. And then I saw him, and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh okay. Well, let's, then you have party. To and then of course you have the two dramas when starring like him and, and his, Annie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're yeah, all like dramas. The same pair too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, oh, okay. So it's all like right. even though like as far as the vibes, one of them is definitely more of a family soap situation mm-hmm. and one's less that but like when you're in it you're just in it to be there for joy yeah <laughs> just yeah really funny. yeah and then i was not familiar with like the soapy the soapy stuff in general just yeah you know i hadn't even watched american like i just really hadn't exposed myself to a lot of that to where so i can't really trust like the fact that one of the aaron yan dramas is extremely soapy and it mm-hmm. just shocked me at the time but like now I would probably be like oh well, <laughs> like, well, it's, yeah, yeah. like interesting because like for me at least I um I might not like that genre in a Korean mm-hmm. drama but like Taiwanese drama there's something about it yeah there's something and, about and it just like j-dramas like I I tend to like their rom-com offerings more than I would ever get out of like a Korean drama and like, Korean drama to my first, other my first daily drama that I ever watched was a Taiwanese daily drama and I was obsessed it's like, like literally I it don't was, know what like difference it is but that I was is watching it different. I was watching it as it aired like I would be sitting there like <laughs> refreshing Viki waiting for those I was like like <laughs> I know that there's like 70 episodes of the show and I'm gonna need you to hurry up with these subs because like your girl like, is needs this I need this in my life and, th- and that's what's so hard to like it- it's very difficult and also it's such a personal thing like mm-hmm. how we interpret mm-hmm. these things and so it's very difficult to really and that's funny to say as podcasters and we're supposed to be here to put words to everything but when you are talking about the differences between the this country's entertainment be it their dramas or their movies and when Mm. it's pretty much it boils down to vibes and like (laughs) it's a very personal interpretation thing it's it's hard to put it into words like how Mm -hmm. for instance the fact that one of the george who soapy family centered dramas it was probably my first exposure to that but i didn't even notice it because to me it was so similar vibe wise to another one kind of but then when i thought about it later on i was like Oh shoot, that was like a family-centered drama and I didn't even 
realize yeah. it really mm-hmm. yeah. um and i mean that was kind of lack of my exposure but also it was a vibe for some reason the vibe of the taiwanese it's just a little different and and like we've talked about and we won't go into speaking a ton about like the japanese and stuff but it, just like jesse said everything has different vibes to yeah. it to where yeah. It's very difficult to describe. You kind of have to experience it for yourself with an open mind to really Mm -hmm. see. You know where I kind of see this a lot? I've seen a lot of people talk about this where they'll um, like, say, like, they'll like uh, reading romance, but they Mm -hmm. would never watch romance or vice versa. Or, like, the, like, difference in what, like, someone would read versus what they actually pick up as something they're going to watch. And then that kind of applies to this where it's, like, just, like, a different... country yeah. does the, a the way genre. i sort of the way i sort of describe it is like watching a marvel movie versus watching a dc movie they're both the same genre but they're very different vibes different, you know, yeah. like but so like, and you oh, can tell which like, one's which a marvel movie versus a marvel show well, show yeah. yeah you know where yeah. it's like it's yeah. the same but there's just something that you can't like articulate why it's different yeah. versus just again better. like reading the comic or something mm-hmm. you know yeah like, well it's all the same story but it's different yeah. or like disney spider-man versus sony spider-man or something yeah. Yeah, different vibe <laughs> but and they're both enjoyable in their own way yeah. they're just wildly different and like, you can I, also see why someone would like one or the other too you yeah know? and it's and even, why you might and, not like them all right and like, it's like yeah, it's okay. like when you you know when you watch like like for example if you watch a baz lerman film you know it's a Baz Luhrmann mm-hmm. film, yeah. no matter what the topic is. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't like Moulin Rouge, you're probably not going to like The Great Gatsby. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and it's not because, like, oh, they're the same story, because they're wildly different stories, but it's, like, it's the vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I went and I saw the uh, the new Doctor Strange movie last weekend uh, mm-hmm. in just the craziest theater I've ever been in. If you have an opportunity and you're in Canada and you're at Cineplex and they have a VIP movie theater, pay the extra $5. Just take my <laughs> advice on this. It was the best movie going experience I've ever had. Um, but it was directed by Sam Raimi, who directed uh, like the original Sony Spider-Man with uh, Tobey Maguire. And you can tell <laughs> that those two movies have the same director. And so it's like, if you didn't like... The Sony Spider-Man. I got bad news for you <laughs> about the new Doctor Strange movie. There's like a but, flavor that comes out in, but it's interesting how it like applies to an entire country's like, mm-hmm. be it even a genre of like, oh, the rom-coms of this country have pretty much a very specific vibe compared to like yeah. a drama okay. rom-com or whatever. So it's, it's it's like it's fascinating and it's it's very hard to put into words and also in. Mm-hmm. You also have to be sensitive to not come off as being a white woman, like knowing that, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say strange things. So it's like, oh, just a different vibe. There's just a different vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's quieter or sometimes it's more understated. But since I'm mm-hmm. not from these countries, I don't want to like proclaim these things, right? Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. sort of like when you watch like an American sitcom versus a British sitcom. Like yeah. they're both sitcoms, but... I really like different. British sitcoms, whereas I'm not super into American sitcoms, you know? But they're both sitcoms, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A big reason why we're doing this episode is to really encourage people, if you mm-hmm. haven't 
like go out. And, and like I just said, though I was really exposed to Taiwanese stuff, I hadn't spent a lot of time looking at. Oh, let me go check out some more Indonesian mm-hmm. and more. Mm-hmm. And I so like making the effort makes all the difference, especially yeah. if it's. I do recommend if you do happen to have a genre you already enjoy. Maybe start with the genre you already enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, and yes. maybe that's a silly thing to say out loud, but I I really recommend that. Like, Yeah. It seems like an obvious yeah. thing to say, but sometimes you just go I, by what, what exists versus, and then you, you end up being like, oh, I don't like that. But it's because, it, you know, like, listen, if what exists is a horror movie and you don't like horror movies, you know, watching a horror movie from another I, country isn't going to endear I mean, you to horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> how this works i think there is you know there is something like what jesse was saying about you know she's not that into like k-drama rom-coms but she (laughs) likes more consistently likes japanese rom-coms you know so there is going to be some difference that way but -hmm. then you do see people who are like they've never ever watched like a saga ever but people are really talking about this this chinese historical so i'm gonna check it out and then they're like boy i hated that and you're like well, you hate the Korean ones. Like, why would they're, you think that? Like, they're a different you know? vibe. They're not a different genre. <laughs> Still the and same some people, thing. Some people are going to, like, only watch, like, Chinese historicals. That's all they watch. But they don't mm. really watch Korean historicals. But mm. they like Korean rom-coms, but they don't like, you know, Chinese rom-coms. And, okay, cool. Like, you know, do yeah, you I will, it, like, yeah, I will admit, like, one thing ch- and be like, oh, no, Chinese is not for me. Like, did you try all the different- yeah like I, I will say it did like, it did take me a while to get into Chinese dramas but it was because of the overuse of dubbing that existed back it's much less these days yeah. but like there was some wild dubbing because happening the dubbing does like dubbing is a different thing altogether in your brain because it's like an uncanny valley type yeah. situation where like, like it's just it's not quite hard. Right. It's not even like you, it's not that you care that it's dubbing. It's that like your brain can literally see that the movement of the person's lips are matching the dubbing. There were quite a few dramas that would have like a child character with a clearly not child voice actor (laughs) doing the dubbing. And I'd just be like, "Mm." when you're like going to drink something and you think it's going to be one thing and then you drink it and it's another thing, it's that. Yeah. When you think it's water, but it turns out to be vodka and you're just like, whoa, (laughs) that's not what I expected. Like, and a lot of times it sounds creepy. You know, like, it, it's like it's suddenly not. this child, and you're like, is this supposed to be a possessed child? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, what uh, am I watching here? <laughs> but I, I will say that uh, there's less of it going on, mm-hmm. and the and stuff that is going on is, is it, better. You get, yeah, you get used, used to, to it. it. Your brain is like, oh yeah, yeah, this is what you're supposed to. Just like getting used to reading subtitles when you're watching yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I think it's worth saying that, like, it's really good to just approach all this with it, like just a very open mind. Even mm-hmm. if you're used to listening to one or two types of languages and they flow a certain way for you, just just be open to getting used to just hearing different yeah. sounds yeah. and stuff. It's to- and realizing there are entire countries of people that speak this language. Like you know, yeah. like I remember, like I would see some wild comments about 
Thai shows with people being like, oh, I can't watch Thai shows because, like, I hate how Thai sounds. And I'm like, stop being so fucking racist. I mean, also, <laughs> stop if you're, to be honest, oh if you're reading subtitles anyway, so turn off the sound. If you want to watch that Thai yeah. show, but you're, you're struggling with getting distracted by the way the language sounds, turn off the sound. You're not actually... You know, but it's just like it's not like reading, but like, like pointing it out is not it's, so it's not, the right it's, thing. Not, yeah, uh-huh. not, doing. Not the vibe, my guy, yeah, not no. the vibe. Like millions of people speak this language. Like, yeah. no, no, no. It's just like listening, watching any other foreign show or film, mm-hmm. just accepting the fact that that's what it's in. So yeah. like. Just get yourself used to it and buckle and it, in and it's fine. You're definitely going to, it's going to be a different thing for you. Like, we're not saying that, like, you, you're a bad person because you, like, There's your brain has dissonance. to, you, yeah. 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 It. It's that you're sitting there going, oh, that it's, it's to the point where you're, like, saying that it's weird. It's not weird. It's just, like, a different thing for you. Like, yeah. You're just, it's um, unusual. You're it, not used to it. different because, like, sometimes it's, like, tonal differences that you're picking up on. Or sometimes it's, like, with Filipino dramas, I have a <sighs> hard time because, like, half of it's in English. And my yeah. brain doesn't like and that, like, switch. If no, you're see, to start English, brain, I want, like. No, see, my brain is, on. my brain is, my brain is fine with that. Because I grew up in a bilingual family in a like a bilingual town that actually has a language like a dialect named mm-hmm. after it of the combination of French and English was named after my hometown because that's what everyone spoke so that doesn't bother me what does bother me is that I don't want people to know what I'm watching <laughs> and so and always like the nasty shit stuff on Filipino dramas get said in English. And I'm just like, nope, mm-mm, can't do this. We gotta put them headphones in. I don't need people to know my business. Like, mm. like I can be watching just absolute filth as long as no one overhearing me knows that's what I'm doing. I'm you, you become overly it. self-aware. Yeah, it's just like, but, but but when half of it's like, you know, when the, you know, if there's a sex scene and half of it's in English, I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Everyone will know what I'm watching. I think it probably helps for us. Like, we just always watch all of our English shows with closed captioning as well mm-hmm. now because, mm-hmm. you know, just I can hear better if I can see it. Like, that's yeah, the reality. That like, so what if you eat in a crunchy with, snack? Yeah. So yeah. I think it helped me with Filipino stuff because I was already used to, like, reading. To I wish it helped me. Now. It doesn't. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. But I wonder, too, like, I, I've grown up around a lot of um my mom's family was bilingual and yeah. she didn't transfer that to us as well but like growing mm-hmm. up around that listening to them back yeah. and forth. I, like if I everyone if Florida, every- so i ha- like was definitely bilingual i think it's just more of like everybody has auditorial sense yeah, yeah mental, for sure like things happen and your brains function mm-hmm. differently no, I, and that's the first time I, the first time i watched a filipino drama like intellectually i knew that oh yeah no was, I knew like, it. intellectually I knew that like most like all my Filipino friends that's how they talk as well so intellectually but like I was not expecting it and then suddenly just stuff's being said in English and I was like oh no <laughs> oh no people, I people will know what watch I had no idea and so all of a sudden I was like wait am I watching a dub and then it was like no it's back to something I don't understand oh wait what like it was very confusing the first time I watched one I was like I don't know what's going on and then it was like oh this is just their language okay cool well then sometimes they whatever platform may choose to not subtitle the English, English well yeah. that's, 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 that annoys me mm-hmm. that because like 
if you're subtitling it and it's in multiple languages, just subtitle all the languages because not everyone is watching it and can hear. Well, yeah, not even that, like, there's also, like, everybody has differences, too. So, like, yes, I get that, like, some places that, like, they don't subtitle it's because you're not in the actual closed captioning subtitling Mm -hmm. of it. But, like, some of us, like, like, again, a brain thing could be, like, that you can't switch out of it that fast. So that's one thing. And that's not, like, a hearing loss thing. It's just And and often, like, the subtitles are more accurate than the closed captions, too. So it's, like... But also, if I don't know that they're about to, like, start speaking English, I'm just going to be, like, sometimes I, like, especially if they have, like, a thick accent when they're speaking English, I just assume they're speaking whatever language they've had been in. Yeah, your brain can't quite catch up quick enough. Oh, no, they're actually, wait, hold on, what? Yeah. No, do you, yeah. do you know do you know what even annoys me even more is when you're watching like an, an English movie or show with subtitles and then someone starts speaking another language and the subtitles just read yeah. speaking in language. Oh. Fuck you. Just oh, fuck you. It, not, fuck you. At least, at least when it says like speaking German, you're like, okay, cool. Speaking foreign language. And you're like, oh. are you kidding me? Oh. Like, <laughs> really? Drama, Which one? Drama. What language do you think the Nazis like, are speaking? If, like, put it in there. <laughs> like, say the words there there was i do not remember the past six months i watched something on netflix and it kept going back and forth between like three different languages i do not remember what i was watching i and they kept subtitling it wrong like they would say that it was in speaking in english blah 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 blah. but they weren't speaking in english they're speaking in korean like it was very and it happened so much to where i had to I hate it. I watched the whole thing, but then I actually did a feedback thing to be like, dudes, like you need to like really I do that fix this. All the time. Um, because especially like I'll have like subtitles on for like sometimes I watch like Murder She Wrote or something, like mm-hmm. random shows. And there I have found that they are the worst because it's the older shows and they just don't care. Yeah. And also the subtitles will be delayed and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if I was actually someone I was, who was hard yeah. of hearing, like right now I'm just have the like subtitles on because it's like two o'clock in the morning and I don't want to wake up my neighbors. Yeah, so like, it's quiet. Yeah. yeah. But if I, w- I was in that position where I like literally needed these subtitles, like they'd be it's completely insulting. wrong. It's insulting. Like, just I remembered, I remembered what it was. It was that new Korean movie about spies where there were like all these, it started with a Y and it was oh, Operation. Yasha, the Operation. Oh, Yakasha. Yeah. 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 A lot of people in it, like, it's a big time movie, and the fact that they just gummed up the sub so bad, I was like, "Mm, no, 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 no. No, that's not. Netflix, don't dig your hole deeper. (laughs) have accurate subtitles. You know, like... (laughs) So, would we like to quickly just draw attention to where to find a lot of these things? So, just in case Mm -hmm. you don't, Mm -hmm. just in case you don't know, I kind of went and I tried to track down where to find... Mm-hmm. Various the, more, the more popular of not big three ones yeah. you're going to come across these commonly used platforms so netflix is your easiest bet and we kind of already went over that i will say as we've said before even if you type in like let's say taiwan or taiwanese and then even if you click their suggestion of taiwanese tv and movies that is not going to give you every single last one yeah. just be aware of yeah. that yeah. i'm not yeah. you can still use that tool just know it is not flawless yeah yeah netflix is pretty bad like even like with their i found when you go into their they have the k drama one mm-hmm. where you can go into just k dramas 
sometimes they don't have all of them, especially I found if they are thinking about taking it off, they just take it off of that like spot. And also like, and then Netflix, I'll be like, wait a minute, where is it? Cause I keep, then you just search weird. for I keep it specifically. And then I keep like, search for it and I'm like, oh, it's there. Okay. And then like, two weeks later i see it on the list of drop like going to be dropping for the next month and i'm like gotcha the other thing i find that netflix does is like it it you know it tries to predict what it thinks you want to watch so like it'll recommend it'll like when you type in these things it'll recommend shows that are similar to ones that you have watched which like i get it Mm -hmm. because they want you to keep watching and not watch stuff that you hate because they need them them eyes on them screens but like just be aware but also that often means, so like, even if you are searching for, for instance, tai- Taiwanese something, oops, there's a handful of Korean things right there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, see it it's just Chinese. And then, that's yeah. It. And then you're, and like, you're like, Ooh, I feel cool. like in Taiwan would have some problems with this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, wouldn't, but Taiwan I, sure would. I find a lot of times lately what it. It, what it pops up with, it doesn't say like Chinese dramas, it says Mandarin language. Mandarin language. Like, Mand- <laughs> or what it was East Asian dramas. Yeah, like, East Asian rom-coms. Okay. And you're like, okay, alright. Like, well, like, on one hand, I'm like, that's cool because then that's, that's just like automatically you know, feeding people multiple languages, like multiple mm-hmm. countries, so I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know. So then what I would like to bring up is Asian Crush. Like, they got it. Yeah. They got it all, baby. Asian Crush, I want desperately to be my BFF. Like yeah. I really want them to know I exist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. Been, the repping for Asian Crush is especially Jesse with all the mm. horror and stuff they There's have. a lot well, of yeah, horror and horror. I've like been a fan of them since they were in beta. Like they weren't yeah. even yeah. like an actual like solid site, and I was still here for them. Just so you know, check out Asian Crush for literally anything. For literally but, yeah. anything. And especially if you love horror. Like, yeah. you're, you're going to have a good time. Or just movies in general. Yeah, lots if of movies. You've got, um, if you've got a Roku on the Roku channel, there's an Asian Crush channel mm-hmm. or station mm-hmm. on the Roku channel. Yeah, so and you can a lot of their stuff like, is oh, free. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yes. found almost you- all of it. Like, I think I found that, like, the stuff that's, like, a little bit more racier, they'll mm-hmm. throw into the page. Yeah. Part. Like, <laughs> Got to keep that R rated behind a paywall. Well, for the yeah, kids. I mean, like some of, I mean, like you can find some, like you know, like yeah. see everything. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say that yeah. the the movie industry in a lot of these countries and the television industry vastly different, <laughs> vastly different. <laughs> but Asian Crush does a bunch of stuff, mm. and they're even starting to get like some new, like bigger name stuff, newer. Korean web dramas like mm-hmm. just there's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that's end up on there that like you kind of be surprised that it is so definitely check them out for anything but they have oh what are you gonna say oh, I was just gonna say the like big thing is they have Mongolian stuff and they've yeah, been, yeah. They, yeah. since they still they when they first started they only had like one like Mongolian mm-hmm. horror movie and since they've added like probably about 10 more movies yeah. which and- you can't find anywhere. Yeah, I don't see Mongolian as like a, you know, I'm going to call it a subgenre. Like when you're trying to look in the search of all these platforms, like it's mm-hmm. the one that I've seen has Mongolian. No. And I'm even including Netflix in that statement. Yeah. Which is like another discussion for another day about like how like like yeah. when you say Asian, they only like they really only think the three. Like, and- yeah, like when when people say Asian, they really just mean Korean, Chinese and Japanese. Yeah. And that's not in fact no. Asia has well, many more countries than that. Like, 
I find it weird that, like, say, Netflix doesn't really have lacorns. Like, they don't have the tiny yeah. horns. Mm -hmm. But they have these, like, Turkish dramas that are, like, which is cool. wildly are, long. Any and Hindi stuff, right? language stuff, they're huge. And they've, like, yeah. been really actually starting to corner that market. Which, if you're you know, right which, is, which is smart from a money-making perspective because there are a huge number of, you know, Hindi-speaking people mm -hmm. in the world who mm -hmm. would probably very much appreciate having access to that, who don't live in india so but yeah asian crush chef's kiss they also have like singapore mm -hmm. and they even have some vietnamese and Indonesian. i mean they definitely have a lot of movies and malaysian stuff. a good mix of genres too so like yeah and I if you don't really see it, they have been adding more i keep mm -hmm. on seeing it like i yeah. i'm not i'm kidding when it like it was like last year because i was doing like a thing where i was watching like a hundred Asian horror movies and I was really trying to like not just pick Korean and Korean stuff. Japanese yeah and so like I had gone into that thing and they had the one Mongolian one and then just like a, like a month ago I looked in and they had like added so much more like what, so what they're I, like consistently adding things. yeah what I like about Asian Crush is they go for really like small name productions as what like mm -hmm. they don't just focus on what like what would traditionally be like big money makers they're like Small no we're gonna name, give you and then a variety anything that, like makes a, like especially with their movies they do pick up a lot of like um stuff that like did well in film festivals or mm -hmm. like award winning mm -hmm. too which like yeah. you would think that like That's netflix nice. would be doing but they're not like so you can find a lot of like often often like award winning doesn't mean people are interested in watching yeah it. but it like you would think that, like that would, because it's already yeah. like subbed and it's not like it's yeah it's already meant for an international Place because they already yeah. have a, the version for it because it went to international film festivals and stuff but but as, as we know netflix be clowning themselves these days yeah. so good decisions maybe not uh <laughs> number one on their list but i think it's also really cool how asian crush does obviously support like indie films as well mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. and even i mean so i know that we spoke about gaga -la, la a little bit and i kind of yeah gaga -la, la has stare at that but all, every all worldwide you can find it, on asian crush is good with having sexually diverse stuff as yeah. well so like mm. I, I, asia crush has a really just they also have like anime i mean there's there's a lot they got, there they they do, like yeah. shorts too um a lot of their stuff so they're like mm -hmm. you know 10 15 minute um like web short web shorts mm -hmm. that like were at some festival somewhere um so if you're looking for a little bit my diverse and just like the type of yeah not just like the country type but like the actual like film type of it they kind of go through a lot good fighting actiony i mean mm -hmm. they got all the genres all the genres for you just as a side note uh asian crush is under the same their this digital media rights is they're like their main corporation and so they have an anime mm -hmm. um site and then they also have midnight pulp which is like pulp movies and that sort of thing yeah. so a lot some of those like kind of overlap and they like some of them will appear on the other things and that sort of thing but like so then youtube is mm -hmm. a good resource sometimes i mean youtube is always yeah. a good resource in general but thailand filipino and a lot of the stuff it, like yeah mm -hmm. filipino and also uh, increasingly more vietnamese things as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but I will say for the Vietnamese things, it is mostly BL dramas. So homophobes need not apply. But I, I get it. Money making. They got to make you that money. You shouldn't be listening you know? to us. You yeah. are. <laughs> what are you here? Like, this is not chosen, a safe space for you. You've chosen the wrong <laughs> podcast. I don't know how you made it this far. But uh, 
sometimes it is a trick to find that. Like mm -hmm. if you aren't, if you don't know which channel, for instance, if you didn't know about GMM TV, yeah. you know, starting out when you're just going on YouTube and you're like, just type, sometimes you have to already know a drama to go yeah. try yeah. to find it or. You gotta, you gotta know what you want to watch first. Well, and actually I mean, even Korean dramas, like who would think to look up a channel called Serial to look up, you know, That's like true. that. It, yeah. It just, you know, so yeah, you, sometimes you need to know what you're looking for. Yeah. What makes that a little bit more difficult for these less popular countries is the fact that my drama list does not cover all these countries that we're talking no. about. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> not not until yeah. they have like a large, like a large, easily read, like readily available catalog for an international audience. So that makes it makes it really like, how are you going to find some of this stuff about like, yeah. like Vietnamese dramas? Like, good luck. Yeah. So have fun. Mm -hmm. do, 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 do. Yeah. Which uh, is, I mean. That's unfortunate. So it makes, I it find makes them through sense. Twitter. <laughs> you know? yeah. this, this is what happens is like someone on Twitter will have watched it and then post about it. And then it'll end up in one of my group chats and they'll be like, oh, like if you're out. new to it, then you're not doing that yeah. too. Or like, yeah. mm -hmm. sometimes that's like just too much work for someone yeah. to do. Well, and that and like I mean, is also a barrier. It's not yeah. like most of these channels have like uh, the Vietnamese channel that has a YouTube channel is not going to have like Vietnamese television in their title. No, They're it's just, like, it's literally just going to be the name of the channel. Right? Like, yeah. And so if you don't know what any of that, like if you just go and search YouTube, like Vietnamese TV, who knows what you're going to get? Maybe weird commercials or, you know, it's YouTube. There's a lot of stuff. There's on there. everything so, on like, there. Yeah. You know, if it actually has the words Vietnamese television in it, it's probably somebody like, else who's put a compilation of funny moments from something Vietnam, oh i hate know? that i hate like, that when it's like, or like when when you'll see like you know a really like a really intriguing like compilation like fan edit with like a music video i'm like oh that show looks good can't find the show anywhere just you're mm -hmm. just like mm, mm -hmm. i see we're all just keeping mm -hmm. it to ourselves mm, you're not gonna <laughs> share this amazing looking show with the rest of us okay so it is tough so between like whatever social media you're most familiar with for us that's typically twitter or Going back through Google, like Google is always a good resource for trying to find people that maybe make lists of these things. Or, yeah, Reddit mm -hmm. is a good place too. Like, there's always a, there's a subreddit for everything. But find it. it's, it's just to make overall general statements. Like, it's tougher when these things aren't on yeah. my drama yeah. list to just, for instance, oh, I want to watch this very specific drama that no one's told me about. It is harder to find these yeah. things. So yeah, that is I, very unfortunate because like. I do like I use my drama list and like I'll go and like like I'll just like click on a genre and then look at the what's it's giving me for a genre mm -hmm. and if it's not including these like Indonesian yeah. stuff and like even like Indian it. stuff and like just like it's just not there and it it makes it harder because then it becomes a lot more work. I know it's harder in terms of like the back end for the site but it's also like we could have already been doing it too if yeah. we hadn't like just Mm -hmm. closed off these countries essentially yeah oh about asian crush as far as how to find specific country stuff it's not hyper user intuitive you pretty mm. much have to go like let's say you pretty much have to go to movie or show or something and then within that you can kind of drill down to country and then it shows all the country sub version mm. so like yeah. that's how you find that there it seems pretty solid once you get to that selector thing but it's not like it's 
playing on their front page with all of mm-hmm. the countries. So you do you have to do a little bit of extra work with that. YouTube, like we said, if you're not knowing the channels, sometimes it is hard to find this stuff if you don't already yeah. know what you're looking for. But it's worth a shot. Like that's how I found some on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But like it's definitely not going to show you everything, obviously. Yeah. To where I did end up on, oh, like random Indonesian television channel YouTube that obviously had some English subtitles. So like, you know, there is stuff out there, but you have to do kind of the work. Um, so Vicky. Oh, Vicky. Vicky's search function sucks. Oh, it's not good. It's not oh, good. Yeah. It's it's real bad. I yeah. was being driven. I had to log in and log out a good three to four times because and I would still be logged in, but the search function would not work. I would have to log in, log out, log back in, and that first time would be the only time this like going to browse and it would actually yeah. be able to work then. Mm. So just know that it's super buggy, at least on Chrome. And you, you know and what I also really hate about if you go into the Explorer, if you're on the browser and you go into the Explorer and you can choose by countries and regions, they have them separated by popular and other. Yeah. <laughs> just put them in an alphabetical order. We don't need yeah, to play yeah. these games. So it's like under popular, you've got like Japan, Korea, mainland China, Taiwan, Thailand, and the US. And then under other, you have Canada, Hong Kong. But then again, you have Japan, Korea, mainland China. Then it's like, oh, we slid the Philippines in there. Taiwan, <laughs> Thailand, the UK, the United States, and finally, Vietnam. Just make one list with in alphabetical well, order, for the love the, of Christ. The thing I hate with, with Vicky is that, like, they've been adding all this Thai stuff, and now some Vietnamese and stuff, mm-hmm. but they still only have, like, Japan, China, Taiwan, and mm-hmm. Korea as tabs. So yeah, they haven't like, updated for, it. Like finding the Thai stuff, unless it's popular and it's on the front page right yeah. now. You know, like, mm-hmm. and you're like, so like, update your your update function, your fucking update app. your like, it's really apps not that. And your just... websites and stuff, like, just add new tabs. Like, come on. But now. I will say they have added some Vietnamese movies the mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. six months ish. So. They're not, not a heck ton, but some. There. They also have, like, if you go into their coming soon, they they have mm-hmm. a good amount. Like, so mm-hmm. it's coming. It's just slowly coming. I've noticed that, like, a lot of their, like, older stuff, they've been prioritizing um, keeping it in coming soon, subbing the entire series, and then releasing then dropping it. dropping it, which I don't hate. I'm okay with that. That's, yeah, but so you might see it there for oh, wow. <laughs> a while. <laughs> I know we rag on Vicky a lot. The main reason I don't feel bad for ragging on Vicky is because they don't pay their suppers. But yes. <laughs> um, I feel I feel bad about the amount of times that we fucking get salty about Vicky when they start paying people what yeah, they're worth. Yeah, have more fair labor practices, and I will start actually feeling worse about that. But. Mm-hmm. As we just said, it's pretty much the functionality of the site itself when it comes to trying to find, even if you're just trying to use the search bar and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It really is going to glitch on you a lot. So just know that when you're going in. Um, But yay that they're branching out some more. I mean, they've obviously gotten a lot more Thai as well over the past while. Mm-hmm. So then other places, uh, IHEE and WeTV has some Thai. Mm-hmm. And then, if you're into queer content, Gagaulala has all the country, any country you could possibly imagine, but it's all gay. Just know that it's all, 
in the Ilgebiades. It doesn't uh, have to be Asian too, because I've seen some no, French stuff. And, yeah, there's Polish yeah. stuff I've seen, and so like it's literally worldwide. And some of it is shorter. Some yeah, of it there's is, a lot of like um, short films, indie. So mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of different stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of variety on uh, on well, variety in the sense of genre and country uh but it's all gay so it's all united under one gay umbrella so i mean gotta love to be it. fair though i don't think there's much like horror necessarily no like, <laughs> you um, know maybe some like crime murder yeah there, there is some bizarre horror-esque things that i watched this one on there it was it was a japanese uh like vampire thing it was not good i just there, there's a lot of questionable content well, let's just say that but it's fun it's fun to explore so when i was going pretty deep into asian crush mm -hmm. as i was researching i you know when you accidentally click on things you're like yeah. no 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 no. well the thing i've I, made a mistake the thing i made a mistake on it was this like anime about like a fart like <laughs> Oh, that, like it, it had its own like name and like persona and stuff and i was just like yeah, yeah. i did not mean to click that <laughs> what, was, what was the one that was sort of the meme going around is that when the thai show bad buddy was so popular uh Gakulala had added what is essentially a gay softcore pornography japanese film called bad butt buddy <laughs> and like the memes were like wait a second am i watching the right thing like what the thing you guys keep talking about <laughs> like man why'd you all say the show is so good this is weird as hell but i think it's great that there there are places to access some of this i mean yeah this mm -hmm. is obviously not the entire breadth of these countries entertainment mm -hmm. as international people like we're not going to be able to get our mitts on a lot of this stuff and, and we should be aware of that too just because we can't see it doesn't mean that like doesn't Mongolia doesn't have more stuff out there as an example, yeah. you know. But uh so a lot of it does come down to access for us. But mm -hmm. at, at least we do have some. Mm -hmm. And yeah. That's great. And hopefully more. I mean, it's, it really looks like Asian Crush is killing it. Like Asian Crush mm -hmm. is doing really well. Netflix at least well, you know, Netflix is doing its Netflix thing. They're, but... tr they're trying. They're, <laughs> they're I mean, limping along. Netflix is nice if you want to watch, like I mentioned Turkish before. There's mm -hmm. a lot of, like, Indian stuff on there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of Nigerian and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. You know, so, like, if you want to, if you're not just into Asian, like, Netflix is good because it's got everything you know i think honestly nice. right now netflix is actually really just great for us type of people like yeah. who like if you're there for just like the you know blockbuster picks that they do i think that's where they're they're losing yeah. most and that is most of their base like, like yeah but like and it you know and that's because all of these you know companies are starting their own streaming services yeah so, so they're like getting bound to happen uh but i think netflix really has an opportunity to like focus on people like us and make just become more of like an international platform and like original content platform uh rather than you know, bemoaning the, the loss of I did fucking Disney today. movies or whatever. I have it in my bookmarks on Twitter. I just saw a little thing that they were talking about, like Netflix, I think, doing new stuff. 
Okay, a uh, subsidiary of Netflix will invest $100 million in South Korea over the next six years to build special visual effects facilities. That's what it That's was. That's fun. And I saw Heartstopper was renewed for two more seasons mm-hmm. this morning. So I did see, um, so uh, I don't follow her a lot, but there's this girl on TikTok who is a shaman, Korean shaman. Oh, that's And fun. so, like, her whole uh, TikTok is about just, like, the practice and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw just recently a video where she was asked by Netflix to help with a project. That project was one of the things they cut. But oh, classic. now she's actually been offered another thing i don't think tied to netflix but she's gonna be in korea doing stuff but like oh that's fun like hopeful but also they are kind of cutting into i mean like to be fair i don't know what her thing is and she it's she's not like based in korea so like all of her content is for english speakers so it could Mm -hmm. have been like an english spoken thing so it might have been asian americans which is like like totally something that they should be doing yeah it's it's worth it to break from your addiction to Netflix to yeah to, to branch out a little. It does work to the wise. to the wise. Branch out a little. Just <laughs> and well, and also just being aware of. I mean, looks like news wise, all the layoffs they've done recently with like minority creators and stuff. So like they we're binge. fully aware that there's issues. It's just yeah. that we're talking about access. So that's what yeah we get excited mm. about access. So like yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's each give two recommendations of shows from the not big three that we really liked. Let's do one uh, and one so we can like, one and one. All right, Amanda, what is, what's your number? What's what's give, uh, give her? Okay, I'm gonna first off go with uh, Ty. It was sort of my first Ty stuff was the U Prince series. Ah. Now I want to be clear here. It's a bunch of short stories that are like they're like little web dramas, and they're great. Some of them. Some of them are absolutely trash. Some of them are surprising. Like the first one is Handsome Cowboy. I love Handsome Cowboy. Oh my gosh. Trash male lead. Trash male lead. But he's so pretty. But he's such trash. And it's like, I mean, the hashtag that I I used for this show was, I think, like, asshat or something like that. Like, Yeah, beautiful to look at. But there's there's a a little story in there. Who feel like they have to watch them in order so they start there and then they stop because they're done because he's because it's the most lacorn of all all of them but basically it's a a series the uprint series is a series about college and each department each college department has a a prince of the department who's like one the of the hottest the guy in the department kind of thing. Yeah. and they're like ambassadors for their department kind of thing and most of them are friends or there's sort of two friend groups that all the that hot guys travel in packs in this like, university <laughs> if you're gonna i mean if you want to just pick and choose the ones that are really really good and fun i would say the um oh the baker the crazy artist is my favorite like Best oh one. my goodness crazy artist is a beautiful story i love that one so much and lovely geologist is just adorable with this like cute little puppy and a he wears like a dinosaur, a dinosaur like, outfit all the time all the time he's it's a bit so of an odd cute. bird it's, it's, it's odd and it's a weird, it's a weird series i'm gonna be real cute. and then there's like like i would say 
absolutely don't watch the veterinarian it's terrible it's a terrible terrible it's like it's just terrible like there's a few that are just unwatchable and then there's a bunch in the middle that you're just kind of like yeah okay it's there whatever so <laughs> you don't you know if you don't watch them all you might miss a few little things like there's a great in crazy artist he's friends with like the guy from the handsome cowboy series so like handsome cowboy comes back <laughs> in that series and at one point like there's a, a thing where he's introducing himself he's like hi i'm so and so like the handsome cowboy and i'm i'm super great and i have this like girlfriend and i'm super loyal to her and his like buddy in the background is rolling his eyes because like he's like no you're not you're a loser like but it, so you're gonna miss that if you didn't mm. watch them all but that's like, pretty small it's a moment yeah right? <laughs> you know, and if you really if you really want whiplash uh watch the handsome cowboy and then immediately go watch the next web series that they did called ugly duckling that stars the same guy but is the best guy oh. ever if you really yeah. want to be like confused just oh. <laughs> mentally deranged so, so jesse what uh what, what's your what's one of yours okay so i'm also picking a thai one i picked this one because it was on netflix I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix too. I didn't like actually look to see it. I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. But also I picked it because it's not a BL, which I mm -hmm. do. It's not that it's bad. Like, I'm just in terms of forcing people to watch things that aren't popular. I was like, you know what? I think a lot of people don't know when they think of Thailand, they all automatically think mm. of BL. BL. Yeah. And because I, that's what's easiest to find. And it's easiest. But like the second big thing that I think like, especially like for the attainable shows that people might not know of is that Thailand really loves thrillers and horrors. Mm -hmm. And so they have a lot of like different shows that are kind of in that genre. So the show that I am picking is called The Stranded. Mm. And it's like a thriller disaster type mm -hmm. drama um it's fairly short i breezed through it i think i watched it all in one sitting because it was just like that like much of like i was just like this is the best so essentially what happens is there's this um boarding school on an island where just a bunch of like rich kids are like hanging out and like going to school and they're you know of all different walks of life and stuff and it's like you know away from like all of their parents essentially and a tsunami happens and strands the kids on this island with like basically no family because most of the people like died in the tsunami and they're at like various states of you know some people had gotten hurt some people didn't there's like half the school is not there and that sort of thing mm -hmm. and so it's got this like really great like them trying to kind of survive with what they have left of like the school and that sort of thing. They're also high schoolers who are like all rich, who are just about to graduate. So there, you have that kind of play into it. There's like scenes of like what was happening to each one of their relationships, like prior mm -hmm. to this. So there's a lot of like conflict in that. And it's got this like lost quality to it mm -hmm. too. So like the entire time you're watching it, you're like, there's something strange going on. And like, so it, it keeps you like, it keeps you wanting more and it keeps you like liking it. Um, I will say that like, it is like teenagers doing teenage things. So like, if you aren't into that, then mm. that might be the thing that like, you won't like about this drama. But I personally just really liked it. It kept me on the edge of the seat. I was just like, 
interested in everybody. The The relationships are different and you got a lot of different things with like, you know, friends or like people who are dating or like, uh, you know, people who maybe like there was like the one kid who's only there because they got the scholarship. Mm-hmm. And so there's like that kind of like dynamic with like the classes and that sort of thing. And then just this like all this weird stuff happening too. And it was just like perfect candy for me. And I just like <laughs> blew through it. I'm like, I think it's like maybe six episodes, 45 minutes each. Yeah. The only Seven. thing I could yeah. I could say is bad that it has kind of a open ending. Mm. And I don't think there is a second season to it mm. i'm pretty sure it they did it let's see do i have the so yeah so it's from 2019 so it was right before oh, the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. i feel like maybe there was maybe a second season uh... a season <laughs> and now i don't know if that's ever gonna happen but yeah so it's really good i i really enjoyed it and it's also on was on netflix and so i think accessibility wise it's a really good one for people who are just trying to like get a new thing in and I think like it's a good one if you have like maybe a significant other who doesn't watch mm-hmm. a lot of Asian and you've only been subjecting them to like K-dramas this might be an also like another option because even if you are expanding you should like the other people around yeah. you should, try you to should bring the love to those around you yeah you know like yeah <laughs> uh for me, I'm going to go with a Taiwanese drama. I mentioned it previously about the, it's a daily drama. So it is 65 episodes long, but it is crack. Okay. <laughs> the show is crack. It's called V Focus. And basically it's about like a journalist who has like a rivalry with uh, this uh, like bodyguard who like, is bot like will bodyguard like people that she's investigating like as part of her you know journalism exploits and then oh no they get into an accident and end up on an on an abandoned on like a desert island together <laughs> oh what's gonna happen it has Melvin Sia in it I don't know um, if you guys know who Melvin Sia is but like uh, if you if you're a BL fan and you watched Papa and Daddy on Gagulala, he he was the the older older I'm just saying older as though he's old, but he was just like the older person older. in the couple on that. He was, you know, uh the one who owned the restaurant <laughs> in that one. Um he shows up quite a bit. He was let me see, one second. Let me just quickly because I know he's been in stuff that other other people have have seen. You'll know him. Like you see his face and you know who he is. Just there's also like a second couple that has like an older woman and a younger man, and you know, you know how I feel about that. And it's like she gets like stood up at her like wedding, like the groom never shows up. So like his friend pretends to be the groom because like no one had ever like seen who she was dating. So like anyway, it's a whole thing. It's so over the top, but there's just there's something really compelling about this show that like I could not stop watching it and I was watching it as it aired <laughs> so I would like every day I'd be like I need I need, I need another episode I need so like if if you're into that sort of thing I know that 65 episodes does seem long but they are like 40 minute episodes mm-hmm. so it's not like the 65 
K-drama episodes. When I've done Taiwanese ones that were like that, like 70 episodes and stuff, I've often... Pardon me. (laughs) 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 Your phone's like, hey, 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 hey. (laughs) I'm here. Um, Yeah, like like with two fathers when I was watching that I would watch like 10 or 12 Mm -hmm. episodes and then kind of put it away for a little while and then come back to and binge like 10 or 12 episodes and put it away for a bit like sometimes you can do that with those more like daily dramas because they kind of move in yeah in little like arcs. sections there's like a little story and then that one kind of clears up and it moves into the next story and you can kind of no i i was 100 percent addicted to this drama <laughs> like so, so zombie it is well it says it it was when i watched it let me just let me just double let me just do a little a little chain my drama list says it's still on viki but Let's uh let's just double let's check. Make sure this. the rights haven't changed. Oh, okay. It's showing up. It's showing up when you search. It <laughs> is on Viki. It all 65 episodes. <laughs> English 100 <laughs> percent You don't have to be like Natalia and wait for a second. And wait three days. Yeah. It, was, it was like a Monday to Friday. So those were the hardest weekends. Cause I'd be like, I and I'm like in 2016, I was very sick. So I was like, I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> it was just like I was like, no, I need this in my life. Um, also, it's a very dramatic poster. If you look, very dramatic. Uh, but no, addicted to this show. There's a fun little robot in it. It's got everything. Like it's got it's what you're looking for in a silly show. You don't have to get too involved in. What about you, Sky? So I recommend a movie on Netflix, Indonesian. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I want to say it was even like produced by Netflix and things like that from what it looks like, mm-hmm. but Ali and the Ratu Ratu Queens. So I even want to talk about just the title for a second. Ratu Ratu means Queens. So it's like Queens is in like queens? people and they're in Queens, New York and they're opening a oh. restaurant. So that's the name of the restaurant is Queens, Queens, like that's cute. Queens, oh. the Queens of Queens. Um, so essentially the main character is Ali and he is a young man who he's out of high school. Um, He hasn't started college yet. So he's that age. And essentially his mom left him and his dad when he was younger and machinations. He was told that she had passed. Well, she didn't really. So she's in New York. She, She had left to go to New York and she tried to get, the husband and her son to come but the husband had gotten mad and made that not a thing and didn't let ollie see the letters all these things well then the husband dad died and so ollie figured all this out like three months later Mm. and the whole family had kind of conspired to hide to like say his mom had died and stuff and so he of course then wants to strike out to new york to find her so that's what he does he goes and he goes to the last address that he knew that she thought that she was still going to be at well she's not there anymore but there's these four indonesian women of various types of personalities and they are hilarious and they take him under their wing and they do like all the detective work to figure out you know like just asking their system of immigrants within the city so even they're like chinese friends so they're just like really going through and so they eventually track down the mom and things. So I don't want to tell the rest of it because there's more to it. But 
the women are just all very different and it just talks a lot about the meaning of family and find you know home of mm-hmm. course so like mm-hmm. and it's you can tell how homesick all of the women are for indonesia and the, mm-hmm. the families that they have left behind and why and they don't go into like all these backstories of people but it's just it's just very very well done and emotional and it was just great i cried a little bit so but i've also been in a crying mood so i don't know if that's <laughs> indicative of anything um <laughs> but i thought it was just really well done there's a wee bit of romance you know with a same age girl and all these things but that was not the central thing at mm-hmm. all the central mm-hmm. thing was family and things like that and finding home so Aww. it was really neat that's nice and i want to i want to say it was like out this year from netflix i mean it's very new it was great i really really enjoyed it i'm gonna <laughs> download that for the trailer this <laughs> and it, it was pacing was good i mean it, it was snappy i really liked it nice all right amanda well, second recommendation hit us oh gosh i don't know <laughs> i'm so narrowed down um quick quick I'm, quick quick <laughs> um i'm gonna go with a Taiwanese drama called Ooh, which one? Which one? Which one do I pick? Uh, I'm gonna go with my dear boy. Um, it's mm. a little bit older, like a couple years old. Not old, but like, um, it's a Nuna romance. It's a big Nuna. Like he is graduating high school mm-hmm. when he first meets her. It does not become a romance until like the movie encompasses, I think, a couple years of time mm. frame. And it doesn't become a romance until much later. It is very friendship-based. And she is going through it, and he is going through it, and they're at different points in their lives. But something about their lives connects, and they become friends. And they become really good friends. And it's Mm. I was watching it as it aired originally, and another friend of mine was watching it as it aired as well. And we just kept saying, like, we don't even care like if it doesn't ever actually become a romance if it's a if it's a thing where like he has a crush on her but then gets over it and then maybe she looks at him you know you're like i don't even care if it's just this friendship that's fantastic because the friendship was so good Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. and the way that they interacted with each other and with each other's friends and the way that his sort of youthful optimism um helped her to kind of like get her her life back on track or like the way she you know changed the way she looked at some things in her life and like okay yeah i can i can reset now Mm -hmm. i gotta reset this way of thinking and then her helping him because he sort of you know he's young and and oh who knows what i'll do with life and i don't need and she's going like you have to you have to work and you have to have a plan and you can't just expect a good job to fall in your lap. Like you're, you're gonna, you know, and so she helps him and mentors him sort of from a, a work perspective. And she's like, I think a director in it and she directs yes. movies and, and yeah, producer or something. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, and he's an artist and he, you know, wants, but like, through his experience with her, he starts to see how his art could have practical mm-hmm. like uses in things like, you know, set design and things like that. So um, it's, it's just a really good story. It's really enjoyable. Um, I, and it also it stars Derek through. Chang, 
who was in yes. Prince, of, Prince of Wolf, if you've ever seen that one, um, <laughs> which was another child. one of my obsessive shows that I watched. And like, I think it definitely guy from CSI in it. Or it's got yeah, it all, it baby. Yeah. And he, he, <laughs> Twenty sixteen was a big year of Natalia <laughs> being bedridden and watching long Taiwanese shows. Let's just say this. Yeah. So, which this one's not that. I think it's like twenty episodes. Yeah, so I think it's like, like a, a yeah. normal, yeah. Yeah. whatever evening kind of show. But uh, I think Melvin Sia's in it for a couple of episodes. He's a I he just show, he just so, likes to sprinkle yeah. himself into these shows. Just you never so, know when he'll he'll show up. What I really liked about that show was that I felt that the the growth was even for both of them, even mm-hmm. with in the show, like or like outside of the show. Like you know how like a lot of times there's those things where like you know you have like people helping each other grow, mm-hmm. and the show itself like only kind of really focuses on one character and like usually mm-hmm. it'd be like the male like growth in this show i didn't feel that as much like i feel like there might have been some because it's been a while since i watched it but like the growth just like it felt like they gave both characters a lot of time in their growth too yeah especially because of how the time period of the entire series is really actually pretty sick expansive like so it like allows for like growth in different yeah ages yeah i think i think you're right and i think um like if i think about it just sort of in general i might say she's more the main character than he is but yeah, like, she's definitely the main character not, yeah you know she doesn't get a ton like she does get more screen time maybe but like like you said it he's getting a lot of development he gets a lot mm-hmm. of like time mm-hmm. with his friends he has different relationships that have nothing to do with her he's not just a character in her story he's got his own story as well which is nice it's nice to see that sort of even she has relationships thing. outside yeah of yeah well. so it's it's about two completely separate people who have completely separate lives that start to overlap I actually always love that in shows. Yeah. I wish there was like an easy name for yeah. that as far yeah. as you can't just say well-rounded character, but the fact that the show actually gives enough side characters and stuff for these characters to be mm-hmm. whole people and mm-hmm. show them being whole people with other people. I mean, like yeah. even to the point where like you saw how like her relationship with her like work and then the relationship with her sister too, like her sister, mm-hmm. there's a huge storyline with that yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And pressures of society of women is big topic in that. And they like actually yeah. focus in on it and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. And done well, I think. Mm. Yeah. Sounds, it sounds it's really it. good. I it think is. you like it's it, really, Sky. Yeah, I think you'd really, you think you'd like it after me. It's a really good one. All right, Jesse. Okay. Second Rick. So I'm picking a movie mm-hmm. um, from Hong Kong. And it used to be, again, I didn't check because I just did check. I didn't think of checking things. Uh, um, it was on Shudder. It might still be on Shudder, hopefully. Um, but it's one of those movies that you could probably find for $10 on, on DVD pretty easy. Um, and it's called Dream Home. It's a true slasher, which is something that like I don't think Asian horror tends to fall under it likes to do like ghost stories and, like mm-hmm. weird stuff but like the true slasher genre is not as prevalent in asian there horror. is someone with a <laughs> knife 
coming yeah. to stabity stab. He's um, not a demon. Yeah. He's not. He's not a mythical beast. It's just a dude with a knife. Nothing out. People are gonna die. There's gonna and, be a it's lot kind of, blood. of surprising. It's kind of surprising that they don't have a more considering. You know, I understand no gun violence. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like, um, but they got butcher knives there. Like, they yeah. do. Like yeah. it's perfect. Um, so, but essentially, what the story is, it's about a w- woman too. It's like it's so great. She has been working hard all her life for this one dream apartment. Like it's like her only goal in life since Classic. she was like in middle school. And it like she has some issues with her parents and stuff like that and that sort of thing. And that's probably where it stems from. But it's just this like one apartment that she's always wanted. Uh it's like uh in a high rise overlooking the water type thing. So it's like very like unattainable, but she is going to get it at all costs things happen that like make it unattainable and she just snaps (laughs) and it's so good and i like really enjoy it i think it's like 2010 um it's just it was like if you're into like the slasher genre i think you'd really like it it's kind Mm -hmm. of one of those like hidden ones that i think that like not a people a lot of people know of just because it's from hong kong but just the way that it's set up the way that it happens and it's also like not like super campy too like so if you're not into like the camp of a lot of horror i think you'd also really like it um i mean it's definitely like gruesome and brutal and stuff but it's just like you kind of like see what's happening and it's like you kind of actually like understand what's going on especially Mm -hmm. because it's been just like the thing that she's wanted for so long and just like how someone can it could things can happen to make someone go crazy but yeah so if you're into that i think you would you really enjoy it yeah so i'm going in a completely opposite direction (laughs) Um, i'm going with a thai drama that actually came out last year that i really enjoyed uh i feel like it was one of those that like people had very mixed opinions on uh but it's called fish upon the sky and it's your classic like college age gay rom-com okay but like there was just something about it like i've watched it like four times like it just it makes me happy when i watch it so it follows basically two brothers one of whom is like the secondary one of the secondary in the secondary couple he's kind of just like a fucking idiot who like has to retake he's like in his fifth he's like a you know doing a victory lap at college (laughs) when you do you know the fifth year but because he failed like a freshman class that he now has to retake and so he so he's like just he befriends this kid in the class who's like who doesn't know that he's the idiot that because everyone's talking about oh there's like a fifth year student who like failed this super easy class and like wonder who he is so then he pretends to be his brother and his brother is the main character and is a dental student who's very smart but like and has a crush on like the hottest guy in school but like he thinks that that he's really ugly and so he has like very low self-confidence so his brother is like friends with these three other idiots that are like the coolest guys in school and they're like we're gonna help you bro we're gonna help you we're gonna like take you shopping we're gonna have a makeover montage I was gonna say, makeover. You know, literally like they do like a makeover montage but like with the three people you wouldn't want to be in charge of your makeover <laughs> montage whatsoever. Um, 
And so then he's like, finally, like they're like gassing him up. They're like, oh, you're like you're really hot. Like you're ooh, you're doing this. So then he goes to like confess to like this guy he has a crush on, whereupon he encounters this guy's best friend, who's like a medical student, who's like, mm, time for the cock block, like. <laughs> No. And then, but he's also has like, you know, he has like, he has like an online friend who he's never met that like he tells all of his problems to. And so, I mean, yeah. I like two and two together here. Are we going to you've got mail it? Because I thought we got a little bit of a you've got mail it. Um, <laughs> so then it's like this, you know, it's a real like enemies to lovers sort of things where only <laughs> one of them was ever an enemy, you know, like <laughs> only one of them ever considered the other one an enemy. And it's just, it's, it's just really cute. And then like the secondary couple, you've got like this sweet, innocent, like freshman who's, school smart but life stupid and then you've got this absolutely just clown of a man who's life's sort of average but school very stupid and they're just adorable <laughs> and like it's just and so he's pretending to be his brother who's a dental student it's just <laughs> it's just it's so cute and there's just something really nice about it and like and no one ever like makes him like you know he's the only one who thinks he's unattractive so it's never there ne there's never any like oh yeah you're ugly and if you have this makeover like then everyone will like you like he only gets like they just take his braces off and put them in clothes that fit like it's there's you know and like take off his glasses and they're like ooh the hot man that was always in you oh, is now here glasses. you're like ooh like now you're so sexy and it's but it's just like three idiots gassing him up like it's just like it's really not that much more attractive so it's just you know it's it's really nice it's just a really cute show and it's romantic and it's sweet and silly and stupid and so i really it is on youtube it's a gmm tv special uh so there's of course if if you're really into the couples there's a lot of you know compilation content of stuff outside because of course it's gmm tv they're the masters of like fake couple marketing they they invented the genre essentially, <laughs> um, so like the shipping culture is wild over there. So it's it's on YouTube. It's free. You can you know you can watch to your heart's content. Um, it has twelve episodes, so it's not super long, uh, and it's it's just nice. It's just nice. It's like low low, low drama, stakes. like lo just the lowest possible stakes you've ever encountered like and I, I, those types of dramas i really like them they just they just here to make you to make you smile and you're just like mm. yeah yeah oh oh no yeah. you tripped and, and accidentally kissed like this one it, it, it has like a classic like that except that like he passes out because it's hot so the medical student has to give him mouth to mouth like it's that sort of drama <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it's just shenanigans after shenanigans so Sky, what is your second recommendation? Uh, so this is another Netflix movie. Mm -hmm. This time it's a Filipino movie. Um, mm -hmm. Isa Pa. So it's I S A, and then another word P A, and it means so Isa Pa with feelings is the title, but that means once again with feeling. Mm -hmm. And okay. so it is about uh, 
the lead girl, she um, is an architect at the beginning, and she is studying to get licensed as an arch, you know, official architect mm-hmm. stuff. And it all kicks off with, so she wakes up and puts her headphones on and is jamming and she's just, you know, doing her own thing. And she goes out onto her balcony and she's just dancing, like just being a goober. And she looks over and the dude in the neighboring balcony is just grinning at her. Classic. I love it. (laughs) Classic meet cute. Yep. And so uh, you see pretty quickly that she... and this, this doesn't become like a huge thing, but it just, it makes sense why sh- she has a niece that's deaf. You see that it kind of in passing pretty quick. And so then she goes to get um, sign language lessons. She wants to go learn sign language so she could communicate with her niece. I think, I think was, they never like overtly said that, but I think mm-hmm. it was her niece. And guess who the sign language teacher is? It's her neighbor. Oh, this, sounds right, this sounds right up my alley. Yeah, right? I'm like, oh, add that list. <laughs> yeah, but it is so, I mean, it, I am, you know, like, I'm not a member of deaf culture, so I can't, like, make huge statements about how it resounds great or anything. But, like, I thought it was really well handled. Because um, even shows the, the clash of cultures between the hearing world and the non-hearing world and how that is how that inherently can kind of breed misunderstanding even when you don't want it to and so like for instance they go to a party at his friends once and it's all all deaf people so they're all signing and so and she gets left alone and you kind of experience that and so then he goes with her to like a work thing and so it's just the hearing world side and then he gets alone and how that feels for him and then the way they even portray him not being able to hear sometimes makes it sound like being underwater sometimes, mm-hmm. or um, just the way a lot of it's handled. It's just handled very well emotionally too with all that. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoyed it. wasn't so like, yeah, there's a meet cute and stuff, but it wasn't like Insta love mm-hmm. at all. Like it, it, there, there wasn't hate either. It was just normal. And I, I appreciated it. Yeah. It was a, sl- it was a slow with that thing. So I really liked mm-hmm. that. Um, ultimately also he is into dancing, like he, he needed a partner for dance. And so she crashed his car. And so, Hey, can you do me a favor to pay me back? Can you be my dance partner? And so then the question is like, how do you figure out how to dance? Like, cause that is an extra challenge for him. And so, well, I feel the vibrations. So like putting a hand on a speaker and figuring that out. And so that becomes an aspect of their relationship. So they were dance partners before they even got romantic. So it's just, it's a really good progression and it's, it feels like there's enough time that it feels a little bit more realistic with that, which I really appreciated. But also, you know, his ex was a hearing person. And so pretty much his deaf friends are, and and that's what pretty much split them up. The fact that she would have to interpret for him so much. And so that's his fear, which is a logical fear. He lived through that. And so his deaf friends are concerned about trying to be with a hearing person, how that just inherently is an obstacle between the two. And so it's explored just very well, I thought. Um, And I was just, I love, you know, Filipino show about deaf and hearing and just, I thought it was just really, really cool. Um, Really well done, slick. I'm pretty sure it was a Netflix original. Like it's just 
super well done, very pretty. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Nice. Sounds good. Oh, I, and I meant to mention she didn't pass the test. So she's she's going through a difficult moment in life in the beginning, kind of when they meet. And so that's a thing that actually becomes a topic of the movie as well. Like, are you okay being with me just because you met me when you're going through a difficult time? Which I thought mm-hmm. was a very mm-hmm. good thing to talk about. Because that could be with any relationship, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, like, that's a valid concern, and that's a valid thing to talk about. And so, there were aspects that felt it was just really well done. So, hmm, cool. I definitely cool. recommend it. I do want to have a side recommendation, super quick, for anybody that's super into the Karate Kid, <laughs> which I don't know how many people that is. Um, I tried the on Netflix. There's an Indonesian movie called Tarung Sarung, T A R U N G S A R U N G, two words which means fighting in one of those, you know, their skirts that they <laughs> wear. So they'll, they'll loop, they're a loop of fabric. So they'll be within that loop of fabric. In the Anyway, come to find out, it is just pretty much Karate Kid Indonesian version. That's like, fun. Straight up. They like, have a couple of Indonesian horror films on Netflix that are literally just like conjuring and just Indonesian, <laughs> Indonesian style. I mean, it's literally like beat for beat. Just like, you're like, oh, okay. It was like the fact it took me way too long, like embarrassingly long in this movie to figure out that his name was Denny Russo. Like the fact that I didn't connect that. So like. So, you know, instead of emphasizing, so the original Karate Kid emphasizing, you know, balance and pretty much the Taoism of things, well, instead it's emphasizing the, you know, Islam type aspects. So, like, that's fun, though. I I don't know how respectful it is. I have no idea on that. But um, it was was very much like, because... What was funny about it is I was like, man, the way they're doing this train and stuff, I'm getting such Karate Kid vibes. I'm like, wait, his name. Wait, now they're saying <laughs> a Karate Kid Wait a second. Okay. Like, this was intentional. So, just a side note for anyone who really is into Karate Kid, you probably would enjoy that. It was okay, in my opinion. But it was just funny that I stumbled onto it. not Because they do not, in the description on Netflix, say... Anything that would lead you to believe yeah. it was Karate Kid esque, but it is. I mean, when you're saying, I'm reading the description right now, and I'm thinking, okay, like when you're saying that, I'm like, oh yes, I see that. Okay, yeah. he's mm-hmm. heading towards a fierce fight in the ring, but facing himself is what will hurt the most. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, I'll <laughs> but, give you but, that. But, but, but the whole thing that made me want to watch it, it was because they were like, oh, it's pretty much a rich, spoiled kid meeting an environmentalist. That's what I was interested in. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> what I got was the Karate Kid, which was still fun, but not what I was expecting. And so, actually, there's a heck ton of stuff out there. I I do want to warn people off of one of them. I will give I will give a warning. Okay, if you're a person that enjoys action movies, like I do sometimes, Vengeance is mine. All others pay cash. Indonesian movie on Netflix. <laughs> Great title. Do not watch. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Like, you can watch it if you want. Just know that I warned you. That, like, 
you, you shouldn't have. And you won't get any sympathy from this corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you think the impotence issue is going to be a small aspect, it is a large aspect of the movie. <laughs> or rather, maybe, not, you know, I don't want to make a joke about that. But a lot of violence, weird supernatural stuff, just a lot of rapey stuff. Like, just, mm. I, I would mostly warn literally everyone off of it unless you if you're feeling spicy just know that you're going in i warned you because i was not i was not ready (laughs) so that was our episode on our experience with non-big three asian dramas uh we hope you enjoyed listening to it Um, if if you have any that you think we would really enjoy let us know yeah hit us up on our discord or our Twitter, the two two of the easiest places to disseminate this information and for us. Oh, if you haven't ventured out, this might be the right time to venture out since yeah. all K dramas are going on Disney Plus and you can't watch any of them now. Yeah. So, so <laughs> time, time to like expand, you know, just reach out. Um, so this coming week, if you're listening to this the day that it airs, we have a book club drama discussion for Pachinko coming up on Wednesday, the 25th. Uh, it's going to be on our YouTube channel. So please hit us up on YouTube, you know, do the old like and subscribe because we have a weekly live stream that we do over there. And uh, all of our episodes are there as well, in addition to all the streaming services. But if you need links and stuff, you got to go to uh, certifiednews.com, our home on the web. We also have a, another live stream coming up on Monday the 30th, where we'll be discussing the shows coming out in May that we are In pumped. June. In June! <laughs> the shows that are, it's May right time? now. The shows that <laughs> are coming up. Perpetually live in the past. Oh my goodness. Time moves too fast, and yet yeah, has no meaning. Uh, yeah, so we're going to have a live stream on May 30th for what's coming up in June that we are interested <laughs> in. Um, if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified newness to become a member of the certified found family. They're our found family on the web. We think they're the, the best and they keep the lights on in this little podcast hovel that we've got going over here. Uh, so we hope you enjoy and, you know, we hope that you enjoy listening to us. Um, so maybe this week, go check out a non-Big 3 drama and let us know what you thought. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week and that you stop by for our live stream book club on Pachinko this Wednesday. And, uh, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask, stay safe, and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. All Asian entertainment. All right. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Bye.